Welcome to the Community Conversation, brought to you by Prototype Training Systems, home of CrossFit Prototype. The Community Conversation highlights a different member of the Prototype community each week and allows them to tell their story, share their life experience, and communicate their perspective on all things fitness. We've all listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos that highlight some of the world's greatest leaders and visionaries that share their knowledge and expertise in some capacity. Community Conversation allows you to get to know some of the amazing people at Prototype. After all, we all have our own unique stories and purpose to why we are pursuing a better version of ourselves. So turn up the volume and listen up. Your new episode starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Community Conversation. And this episode today is a pretty special one. We have one of our coaches, Coach Joe Black, who leads up our Prototype Strength and Prototype Barbell programs at Prototype. Uh, Joe's got a pretty awesome story of not only how he kind of got into like CrossFit and fitness and how that translated into weightlifting and how he found his passion, but how he has changed his career path from what he was originally doing uh, out of school uh, to now uh, coaching fitness and coaching weightlifting specifically is now his career. So Joe's got a great story. He gives a lot of great insight. We talk weightlifting, we talk Olympics. Uh, it's been, it was a really great conversation. I'm really excited for y'all to listen and learn a little bit more about Joe. So I appreciate y'all tuning in and your episode is starting right now. All right, we are live with the man, Mr. Joe Black, Coach Joe Black of uh, Prototype Training System. Joe, thanks so much for uh, jumping on today and being part of the community conversation, man. Of course, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. So uh, obviously it's a little bit different than directly talking with like our members and right. like about like journey. But what um, the first question I got for you, dude, is like what was like the big reason or how did you kind of get into like the, the fitness industry? Because your your journey is, is, is pretty unique and I'm glad that I could be like a, you know, a part of it. And I'd love for everyone else that might not know like much about you to kind of learn a little bit about how you got involved in coaching and and then kind of got down the path of, of getting into, into weightlifting because that's what your, your true passion is now. Yeah, man, it started, I mean, like I've always been pretty active, played sports my whole life um, up through uh, high school and then, you know, intramurals and stuff in, in college. But then after college, there's kind of this period where, you know, it's like, what do you do now? And uh, I started, you know, going to the gym, doing, you know, the typical like bro workout barely working on my legs all upper body and you just get sick of that it was like repetitive I had no idea what I was doing um and then I got I was like oh I'm gonna try these tough mutters I started hearing about them and somebody got me to do one and I did a couple of those and I was like yeah this is like good and stuff but I had I had run in high school and I was done with like sort of endurance distance stuff and somebody kept saying like CrossFit CrossFit I kept hearing this CrossFit and I'm like all right what is this so I ended up going to CrossFit of Marlboro and I think it was in and this is like 2011 and I was like instantly hooked I was like oh this is awesome you know like they're it's it was just different it, it was fun I felt like athletic I was like this is really really cool and so from there I want to say like 2012 I got my level one because um, I was like I just want to learn more about CrossFit and then probably you know sometime in 2000. 12, definitely 2013, I started getting a little bit more into weightlifting. Um, there was this guy right in at the time, he was coaching 
he, he just had this like theory, like this is like Matt Frazier's kind of coming up and he's talking about, you know, how weightlifters make really good CrossFitters. So I was like, oh, I got to get better at weightlifting if I want to be better at CrossFit. And then I just sort of started to like weightlifting a lot more and just the, the technical aspect of it and um, just the, the challenge of it. So I started getting into that a little bit more. I started training with a coach in like 2015. I was like doing my own thing again. Not really, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but then 2015, I got a coach um, that really helped a ton. It really accelerated my growth. Um, and, you know, all, all the while I'm working at a desk job, I had been doing digital marketing for close to 10 years. Um, and it was just something I fell into uh, after school. And so it really wasn't a passion of mine. Uh, and <laughs> I just found myself being unable to like go to a job interview and say, yeah, I want to like work for your company. Cause I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do something else. And I was like, you know what? Like eventually I, I got a, two jobs in a row. They're absolutely terrible. And it was like a sign. It was like, you have to do, you have to, you have to leave this um, industry and just figure it out. So I want to say that shortly after I did that, I might've reached out to you at that time. Cause I think Katie, my wife, Katie had said, uh, you know, they're something about, you know, like a coach's program that they had. And I was like, Oh, I got to talk to Mike. Um, meanwhile, I'm working construction with my buddy doing, doing carpentry and whatever else he needed help with. Um, and then I started in on the program at, at uh, prototype. So I started doing, you know, coaching CrossFit and, you know, all along, I was like, I want to, I want to create a weightlifting team. Um, I want to coach weightlifting. I want to, you know, coach youth athletes so I can, I can start them young and, and bring them up, um, and progress them into, um, adult lifters. And, you know, of course I wanted to work with, um, anyone, adults, youth athletes, like who, who wanted to, who were into weightlifting. And so I've over, you know, so probably full-time, I started full-time coaching in 2018. Um, that was when I could like finally leave the construction job and I didn't have to do this like back and forth. Um, you know, and it's just been steady progress ever since then. So it was, you know, it's kind of went from like a pretty kind of scary time in my life, but also like pretty, it felt like free and it's like, oh, okay, I have control over this. And, um, you know, now we're here in 2021 and, uh, yeah, things are, things are going real well. Are you glad you're not working behind a desk anymore or working oh, construction? I can't even like think it, you know, like to, to think of that is just, it's not me. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, uh, I feel like I can be much more myself in the, in the gym than I ever could have been in any office or anything like that. So. It's pretty cool to go from like, you know, the, the journey you just kind of described from like, you know, finding CrossFit in 2011, then finding kind of like the niche within that, you know, this, this, I, you can call it the sport or the, the applied, like the practicality of like the training methodology, but you found that like, you really enjoyed like weightlifting. What was about it that you really liked so much? I know you mentioned that, you know, there was, um, you know, someone mentioned to you that like, you know, weightlifters make the best crossfitters and like an example would be like matt fraser and there's some other athletes that i think have kind of transitioned from weightlifting into like into crossfit like what about it like got you so fired up that you like so much about it and like i would assume you still love about it yeah I, for like the biggest thing for me is it uh, makes me feel athletic and um 
that's just why I like to do it. And, you know, I, trying to hold on to the glory years as long as possible. Uh, and it makes me feel like I can do that through weightlifting. Uh, and I just like the, the technical aspect of it. And I like the, I like the training. I like how, you know, they're to me, like training for weightlifting is really applicable to like life, like in the approach that you have to take, it's not linear. Um, you know, there's ups and downs, um, or times when you're just, you know, crushing it and times when you're struggling. Um, and it's all about like, just doing a little bit, do a little bit more, do a little bit more. Um, you know, like in one of, <laughs> I just love this saying little by little, a little becomes a lot. And that's kind of like, it's through strength training um, and through kind of that structure of strength training that like, I realized, oh, I could apply this to other areas in my life and take that same approach where it's like all right you know i don't have to wake up tomorrow and you know have this huge thing accomplished but over time i can work towards that and little by little you know it will it will come to fruition so now for everyone cool. that are li that's listening that like when they hear weightlifting like it might not mean what it actually is like lifting weights is different than weight weightlifting or the sport of weightlifting can you kind of describe the the difference there just for anyone that's listening that might be like oh yeah i, I like to lift weights but it's, it's not just about lifting weights yeah this is a um kind of it can be a um, contentious like topic in the weightlifting world because you know weightlifters like they they sort of get this like uh, uh outsiders looking in are like oh weightlifters are elite because like they want to use the term weightlifting um but so when I'm referring to weightlifting, I'm talking about the snatch and the clean and jerk. So those are the movements that um, are contested in the sport of, uh, we'll say like Olympic style weightlifting. Um, and even that saying Olympic style weightlifting with uh, everything going on in weightlifting right now, weightlifting might not be in the Olympics in, in 2024. So um, there's a lot, of, a lot of craziness behind the scenes there. But with the, those movements, the snatch, you're taking a barbell from the ground and putting it overhead in one movement. And on the clean, you take the barbell from the ground and bring it to your shoulders. And then on the jerk, from your shoulders to overhead. And so hold on. So the weightlifting might not be, I didn't hear about that. It might not be in the 2024. Because there was like, the US did, they, they had a couple of medals, right? In, in yeah. weightlifting this year. I mean, thought CJ was going to, you know, contend for some medals, but I think he kind of, some, some stuff day. happened. Yeah. He had, he had yeah. not that good of a day, but that's, you know, it is what it, it is. is. What it's, it is. What, it's what happens. But I mean, like, I, I think everyone listening to this probably watched at least five minutes of the Olympics and saw some of the events. I mean, it's incredible to see those weightlifters and what they're doing. And I think it's, for, I don't know what your opinion is, but like my opinion is like, if you're an outsider looking in and you don't really understand like how difficult that is or how much weight they're actually lifting, it's like, it's freaking insane. Um, right. And just to be able to get to that, like capacity is, is crazy. But um, I think that like, really what, is. why, why is there, why wouldn't weightlifting be in 2024 Olympics you think? So there's a lot of um, behind the scenes, the international governing body of weightlifting is the International Weightlifting Federation. 
and um, it's run. So a lot of it's like board members and um, just people associated with it. Um, it's kind of like what I guess would be maybe described as like the old guard of weightlifting. It's these like older, um, like Eastern European countries um, and um, some like Southeast Asian countries where they don't really view um, like performance enhancing drugs like we do here. Um, and so there's been since the 20, I wanna say like since 2008, um, there have been samples coming back, like metals have been stripped from lifters who tested positive after the fact in, in 2008, in 2012, in 2016. Um, so there's just been a huge amount of uh, positive drug tests. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then in addition to that, the head of the IWF was this, um, I, I forget his name, but he was like super corrupt, would take money, you know, basically like countries could pay to pass drug tests or he oh, would take yeah. like bribery to, um, you know, ensure that uh, somebody got, you know, uh, placed in, in, a, in a competition, stuff like really mm. kind of shady stuff like that. And it was exposed in this big documentary um, like a year and a half ago. Is that the Icarus and documentary? So, I forget what it is. It was like a German documentary that came out and they looked into all okay. this, like this, this corruption and this guy, and they like uh, laundered money. The international weightlifting Federation did the huge mm. mess, like, you know, and so like really just poor mismanagement. Um, and it's, you know, and it's, it's almost like it's frustrating because it's like not, it's like these people aren't even thinking about uh, the future of the sport because the international Olympic committee has issued several warnings to the IWF, like you got to clean up your sport. Um, otherwise we're gonna uh, kick you out of the Olympics. And so from the 2016 Olympics to this year's Olympics, I, I think weightlifting lost like over a hundred spots or something like that. Um, and they're gonna reduce that again in 2024 or maybe even kick weightlifting out of the Olympics and they could possibly bring it back in maybe like 2028 when uh, it would be in Los Angeles. But it's just a really unfortunate, you know, series of events that, you know, it's, it's kind of like individuals just putting themselves above the um, weightlifting community, international weightlifting community. So uh, it's pretty frustrating, but, you know, there are a lot of countries that have band together um, to, try to you know push back against this to get recently there was a call um, by a number of countries to have the entire IWF board resign um, and replace them with you know with with new um, board members and president and vice president um, so it's kind of it's a little bit of a mess right now but see what happens but I was totally unaware yeah. of all that stuff that's actually interesting i'm sure not a lot of people are aware of that situation going on it sounds pretty unfortunate you know it's a bummer because uh we were actually at a um when we were in tennessee on our vacation recently we were at a restaurant and they had weightlifting on the uh the tv and i think it was the like it was like one of the lighter men's categories mm -hmm. um you know and these and we were watching it you know katie and i were like this is awesome like that we, we actually get to see this on tv right now this is so cool mm -hmm. um and there was uh some people also watching it you know super impressed and we're kind of talking you know like because they show the weight in kilos and you know most americans don't know 
the conversion. And so I'm like telling them, oh, you know, like this is X amount and this person only weighs this much. So it's like pretty, pretty amazing that they're able to move weight like this. And it's like two and a um, half times, like, three times their body weight. That they're right. Weight. You're not just yeah. going to go into a gym one day and do that. You know, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's decades of practice. So um, it's really, you know, I think people are, are pretty impressed with the sport, even if they don't, they don't know it, but um, yeah, I mean, oh. with, <laughs> with like, bad if it, with like your, like, I think your story kind of, and I, I think a lot of people that got involved in CrossFit specifically around the time you did, and then plus like everyone kind of getting involved in it as that kind of like turned up, like in my opinion, I feel like weightlifting has been one of those sports that has grown in popularity as a result of the growth of CrossFit because CrossFit kind of put more light and exposure on this, you know, on this, the, the, those lifts. Cause like at the end of the day, before CrossFit, unbeknownst to my knowledge, outside of like competitive athletic training or sports specific training for like athletes in strength and conditioning facilities, you really weren't seeing the Olympic lifts trained or even utilized at any capacity for general population, right? And so like, like would you agree or like, you know, what are your thoughts on like how CrossFit has impacted like weightlifting and maybe vice versa? Oh, it's, it's like without a doubt the reason why weightlifting is so big in the United States right now because like CrossFit CrossFit introduced everyone to the barbell mm -hmm. you know like w whether you're doing Olympic lifts or you're you know deadlifting or you're you know benching like it just it introduced people to this implement in the gym that you can use to I mean like you can you you could train with just the barbell you know like there's so much that you could do with just the barbell itself but um, without a doubt, like if, if CrossFit, it's, it's the number one reason why USA weightlifting, um, has grown to, um, where it's at now and it's, it has the most like membership it's ever had. And, you know, it's certainly played a role in exposing, um, uh, people outside of the country as it, you know, CrossFit continues to grow in South America and Europe that, um, you know, even, even in those countries where, Olympic weightlifting is, is a bit more, you know, probably well-known by your average person. Um, cause it's, it's bigger in those countries. Um, you know, they're, uh, it's, it's really starting to make an impact. So, you know, that's why in the last couple of years, team USA weightlifting has gotten really, really good because we have some of these people, um, coming over from CrossFit. Uh, I'm pretty sure on the, ladies side um like three of the four of uh the olympic athletes were former crossfitters um at least like started you know like that's how they got exposed to it um i think maddie rogers was fairly high level um crossfit athlete at, at the time and then on the i think on the men's side that actually that would be, no one came from from crossfit on the men's side um they've all been uh, lifelong, uh, weightlifters or found it through other means like, um, like gymnastics or, or sports or something like that. Um, but you know, it's, if you look like you, you could probably go to a national meet and ask, you know, everyone that's standing on the podium, where do you find weightlifting? If, you know, I, I would say like, you know, 80% of those people are probably going to say CrossFit, you know, that's, in, that's incredible. Like the carryover and like you also mentioned like, you know, the carryover to like the best weightlifters and the best CrossFitters, but you, I know you've talked a lot about like how 
you know, you just mentioned Maddie Rogers, like gymnasts really make great weightlifters. And there's like this carryover in these like skills to like, you know, from not just like your athletic skills, but like, you know, mobility and like awareness and coordination, like, can you t- like, and this is like the part that I'm really excited to talk to you about is like, can you talk a little bit about like, just the, I guess the benefits and maybe the carryover that you've seen in like those sports, but like the benefits of like weightlifting and why people should do it, you know, and then maybe the people that are listening that are like, you know, they come in, they do a crosshair class and they do power cleans and they do, they're learning how to do some of those basic Olympic lifts. Like what are those, the benefits um, of incorporating that or at least practicing and learning those skills and how that might carry over or translate into like everyday life or like you've talked about, you know, how it translates into like other athletic endeavors. Right. I think like in, in general, just like strength training, um, like doing the Olympic lifts, uh, it just can come with this sort of like empowers you. Um, as you get stronger and as you start to get noticeably stronger, um, there's a certain confidence that comes with that and it helps to build your self-esteem. Uh, and, you know, I think that's like a really great, um, great outcome of, of, you know, strength training and doing Olympic lifting in general. Um, and then it's, it's a skill based movement. So you're learning skills, you're learning how to move the barbell properly. Um, and, you know, say someone that may struggle with it in CrossFit, spending one time a week, at least dedicated to the skill of it, or maybe after class, you just taking the barbell and spending 10 minutes um, working with an empty bar. Um, it's just like if somebody wanted to learn double unders, you know, we tell people to, they want to learn double unders, do double unders every day, you know, like, and maybe you don't have to use the bar every day, or you can use a PVC pipe or something like that. But you're, it's a skill that you're learning. And so the better you are at that skill, the more able you're, you can apply that as the weights increase. And, um, you know, so that's where I think, um, thinking of it as more of weightlifting being more of like a skill based, um, you know, like uh, movement versus uh, we're trying to just lift the most weight as possible. Um, you know, taking that approach is, is great for a CrossFitter to just learn the technique before the, before you start adding the weights on, it gets really hard to unlearn that technique. So that's with anything golf swing. Yeah. I always Everything, compare yeah. the golf swing to like the Olympic lifts. It's like, you, know, you got to slow down to speed up. It's not about, right. it's not happy Gilmore, right? You're not right. just running up to it and slamming, slamming it. Cause it's way more technical like you talked about technical proficiency that's required and the coordination to be, to be successful in the lifts. And then what I think is really cool. And I don't know how many people know this is like you set out a goal of, and you were kind of alluding to it earlier about, you know, getting some of these kids involved in weightlifting and developing them and them being able to kind of take that and carry it over to adulthood, but also you know, taking and helping inspire these athletes to take up the sport of weightlifting. And you have just come back recently from nationals and have brought some girls, you know, on the team there. And, you know, I'll let you talk about them and kind of give them praise, but it's been pretty incredible to see the the progress overall. You know, it would be great for you to kind of talk about the kids that are in the program, your program, the Barbell Club right now and, and what you've seen. Yeah. I mean, just like from our youth to our adults, um, it's just a great, awesome group of people. 
they're super hardworking uh, and they're just like dedicated. And, um, you know, it's really great to like, I just love to see the progress that people are making. Um, and over the last few years, we've had a lot of success um, being able to take uh, both youth and adults to um, national level meets. We have been just with COVID, it kind of ruined our plans. Um, but we've had, uh, you know, a number of adults qualify for national masters nationals. Um, and then on the youth side, um, every year we've, uh, brought it at least two, um, you know, starting in 2019, we had two girls, no, I'm sorry, three girls go in 2019. We had three in, uh, 2020, which was kind of like a online sort of situation. We didn't go anywhere. And then this past year, um, two girls went and it was like really, really successful trip. Um, we had, um, our youngest lifter, she went six for six. It was her first national meet in-person meet ever. And she just looked really poised and, um, she just did phenomenal. And then followed it up with, um, our, um, Riley Roloff who's been at the gym for, <laughs> like 10 years <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she, 2000, uh, 2013 since that we sat our kids well, class it was like her and it's like eight, Megan. eight she years actually, she's actually, been in the gym about it she's i think she got she started doing kids classes after megan her older sister did mm -hmm. but it wasn't that long after so maybe 2013 2014 maybe yeah she was like she was like I don't even know three and a half feet tall and then one day I walk in the gym and she's like as tall as me it was the craziest thing I'm like who are you strong super strong and she um she won a national championship in the 14 to 15 year olds um her she's a 76 kilo weightlifter and she won that category uh, for her age group and best lifter in the country um that's incredible so just like you know really phenomenal and her you know her progress it's a lot of a lot of these you know like kids um they've like sort of you know dabbled in other sports and stuff like that and then they start weightlifting and when they realize that it can it can be both you know something that you can do you know for coming to the gym for some stress relief and and you know to to kind of get away from um you know maybe some of the anxieties of a, a school and at home um and then um they can also use it as a sport. So like it can, it's also a sport we compete in weightlifting. So it can become a sport, you know, they can play, they can play, you know, softball in the summer. And, and then, you know, in the fall they're, they're doing weightlifting and, you know, um, and, it, and not only is it beneficial, like just like for them personally, for their mind, their body. Um, but it also will help them with their other sports because now they're stronger, you know, and they're, they're you know, like I doubt, many kids their age are in the gym you know strength training and, and you know doing uh, you know power movements like snatch clean and jerk so that's only going to help them be more athletic i'll tell you one thing i wish that i did that when i was a kid right i think that's like if you pulled every adult <laughs> at the gym uh, like that percentage would be super high like oh man why didn't we have like I can't count the number of times someone's like, why didn't we have this when I was growing up? Or man, if I started this 20 years earlier, it's like, yeah, we all, <laughs> we all wish that was the case. I know you it's, know. it's so funny, but it's true though, because you see the benefits now as like, 
an adult and you see, understand how hard it is. And like you mentioned, it's really hard to relearn or unteach or reteach like, you know, poor movement or, 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 you know, learning anything, you know, you kind of like you're scoring that line over and over again. If you're off track, it's a lot harder to kind of get back on track and it takes more like concentrated reps to get, to get better at it. And it's so great to hear these kids getting involved in this and doing the stuff. If they, you know, anyone that's listening, if like they wanted to get involved in the barbell club, or if they wanted to get their kids involved in like working in like prototype strength or in like the barbell club, like how do they, how do they go about doing that? What's that process like look like? Yeah, well, you know, they can reach out um, to me. They can, you know, if it's a member of the gym, come talk to me. Um, if it's, you know, somebody outside of the gym, send me an email, joe at CrossFit, uh, sorry, at prototypetraining.com, joe at prototypetraining.com. Um, and, you know, or we're on Instagram, Prototype Barbell Club. You can send me a message there too. And then we sort of just have a talk there, like, from, you know, if it's a, youth lifter like what are they looking for you know is, is weightlifting going to be the right thing for them or you know we have great we have a strength and conditioning program you know for athletes we have a, a fundamentals program for for kids to learn the basics of you know um just strength training and, and that's literally you know like they got to learn how to use their bodies before they can go and take a barbell and manipulate that um so you know, we kind of start there and see what would be a good fit. Um, and then I take everyone who joins, uh, every youth athlete who, who joins, and um, it depends with the adults, what their experience is, because uh, they might have been exposed to snatch and clean and jerk uh, in, in CrossFit classes. But with youth athletes, we work uh, together for one-on-one -on -one sessions so that I can really just take the time to teach them all the positions of weightlifting, because that's really sport comes down to it. If you don't know the positions, if you can't get your body in the right positions, you're just, you're not going to move well. You're, you're going to have a bad time. So, um, <laughs> it's really important time. to set that like good foundation, you know, like to get them understanding so that when they come to class and I, I use these certain, uh, you know, terms and stuff like that, they can, they, they catch on to it versus just throwing them to the wolves and <laughs> feel like good luck. <laughs> I know there's limited spots. There's not many, uh, the, the barbell the we got a packed kids, house yeah the youth kids especially it's getting it's getting busy man so it, it really is hats yeah. off to you for growing that that's that's so uh, special and fantastic thanks i mean I'm, I'm hoping it's been the local meets it's been slow getting those back mm -hmm. um with covid i don't know if you know some of the places that used to hold multiple meets a year are no longer doing it and so we're trying to just figure that out because i want to get these kids to a meet and see what it's like. Cause it's, it's pretty fun, you know, like it's, it can be intimidating, but you go with your group and you have like the team there with you. And then you go anytime somebody competes for the first time, we're going to try to make that as successful as possible. They'll, they'll go six for six and have a good time and get kind of the understanding of the feel of a weightlifting meet. Um, and usually that gets them pretty pumped to come back, you know, for more. And they're like, Oh yeah, I'm hooked. So I've just been, dying and talking to some folks i'm like what's the deal like are we gonna are there gonna be any meets and then maybe in the future we'll have one at at prototype i feel like that's that's where it's looking like it's headed so i just need to the organization around that is <laughs> there's a lot involved in it uh we need like a lot of um just a lot of people we need referees and they need to be certified through usa weightlifting so there's a lot there but i think like if 
if nothing materializes, um, you know, in, in 2022, like then that's going to be the, <laughs> that's going to be the big thing, trying to figure out how we can get a meet, uh, going at the gym. Make it happen, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I want to get into this, uh, spitfire around here, get you uh, do it. a little spitfire. So, uh, I always say I want to change these questions, but I just never get around to doing it. So, uh, <laughs> first is favorite movie of all time, favorite TV show of all time. And what are you currently binge watching? Oh man. Favorite movie. This is tough. Like it's, it's probably Lord of the Rings, like that trilogy. I just love that. I'm huge. Like Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but just like just Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm going to go with One that. ring to rule them all. Exactly. It's just a great epic journey. Of, and I just, I don't know. I love it. Um, TV show. Man, that's tough. I don't watch a ton of TV. Um, my TV would be like, I watch a lot of YouTube. So like any, like, um, any person like making things with wood, with metal, something like, I just like to learn how they do that so that I can like do that at home. I love doing that stuff, you know, in my spare time. So that's like, that's like my TV. Um, and what have we been, been, we've been binge watching, uh, clearly I'm not paying too much attention. Oh, lately it's been, um, the movies that made us. You're, it's oh on yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we just watched the Forrest Gump one last night and that was pretty awesome. So I love, I, I'm right there with you. I, all I do is I like YouTube and the same thing. I love learning how to do stuff and making the movies that made us in like, it's so fascinating with all the stuff you don't like know behind the scenes, how quick they got together. If you haven't, if you've only watched, if you only watched a couple of those, like they, no, we've done that. ones is awesome. The oh, we've done the whole awesome. series. Yeah. They're, they're, it's great. they're so cool. They're great. <laughs> so if you're listening, watch that on Netflix. Um, yes, highly recommended favorite musician or band of all time and favorite song of all time. It's rage against the machine. Nice. Um, they, they've just uh, been a huge influence really influenced to kind of, I say where, where I am today. My favorite song of all time. That's hard. I go through, that's like a really hard one to nail down. I like music so much that I don't think there's any one particular song. I would say that like, usually when I'm listening to music, it's like, I, I have like that maybe like favorite song that I've been or a couple songs that I've been into and I listen to them for a couple months and then I find something new and it's like on rotation, you know? So like, I don't really have a, have a favorite song, but Rage Against the Machine is definitely far and away a favorite band of all time. That's a good choice. And then uh, favorite hobby outside of like working out and like, you know, weightlifting and, and doing what you, you do. I just like, uh, like making stuff, building, renovating, anything where I can like use my hands and use some tools. And um, just, uh, I love the feeling of, um, like stepping back and just like looking at your work and being like, I did that. And uh, there's a lot of pride that comes with that. So like that I thing behind you. Yeah. This is uh see right here. This is uh where can I go here? This is uh New Hampshire and then Vermont. And I made that like a couple years ago. It's like huge thing. Katie wants me to make this like massive. I made a United States for somebody and she wants me to, do that and put it up here but it's like very time consuming so i don't know maybe someday she took over my my workshop in the basement so ever since covid it's been her weightlifting area so i gotta build her a new area and maybe i'll get that someday maybe we'll get your workstation back who knows yeah but for now someday. for now you're just gonna watch the youtube videos and just, you know, who knows that you get time to do it <laughs> it's right uh 
Dwell Joe, I appreciate you being on, man. It was, it was awesome to, yeah. well, I, I know a lot of this stuff, but to, for you to share kind of like your journey, also kind of like your, your passion around weightlifting, it's clear that this is like super important to you and a big passion of yours. And also kind of your, like I said, the, the journey you've kind of been on over the last few years and how you got involved um, and, you know, kind of now where you're at today. And uh, so I appreciate you being on and sharing yeah, this I with appreciate, everyone. I appreciate this. This is awesome. And, you know, to everyone that, you know, that I get to, to coach and work with, like, I appreciate you so much. Um, it's amazing that I, this is my job and I get to coach weightlifting and I get to help people become better versions of themselves. And, uh, it means the world to me. And, uh, I just love everyone that I get to work with and I appreciate you guys and just love the, you know, prototype community. It's really one of a kind, um, sweet to be a part of it. Awesome, man. And uh, everyone listening, you know, again, uh, every Monday we put out a new community conversation to get your week started. So make sure you tune in, check us out on YouTube, also on all major streaming platforms such as Spotify. And again, thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Mike.